Time now for the Voice of the Land on the Big Play Network with your hosts, Kevin Arnold and Always Positive Jay. Well, if you couldn't tell, it's the Voice of the Land holiday special here <laughs> on a Sunday night while we're still supposed to be the Browns post-game show. The game was yesterday, so why not have a little bit of fun, spread a little holiday cheer, and... Talk a little Cleveland sports as it's been a great, great weekend for sports here. Christmas came early to the city. Everybody is rejoicing. Everybody is celebrating and everybody counting down the days if you celebrate Christmas. But if you celebrate any other holiday, we want to send a very special, to start the show, happy holiday season to everyone. We are not trying to be politically correct. We truly respect and appreciate everyone that might be celebrating something during the month of December and getting together with family and friends and cherishing those moments because those can be some of those moments you may not get as often as you'd like. So happy holiday season to everyone and welcome to the Voice Land right here on the Big Play Network. I am Kevin Arnold. He is always positive. Jay on the other side. It is the Holly Jolly AI <laughs> system audio. Our producer extraordinaire. His humanoid name is Peter Tellup. But what Jarvis was to Iron Man. Audio is to the voice land. We are brought to you by Vector Technical. They'll get the right person in the right job the first time. And, of course, partnered with LPV Productions. Jay, happy holidays to you. Thank you so much for the gift to Peter and I. You're welcome. You're welcome. Sports Santa came early for us, man. It's been great this weekend. Did I do too much? Did I go no, too far? and I no. called it. I was like, I'm looking all through my <laughs> clothes. I'm like, man, I have, like, no Christmas clothes whatsoever. And I'm like... Ah, it's all right. Kevin will wear something. I know he's ready for this. Yeah, and you definitely came out with that's something, man. <laughs> I love it. I just don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't want to call it an ugly sweater because I don't think it's ugly, but it's pretty I ugly. Mean, it's supposed to be an ugly yeah. sweater, though. I mean, this the weekend before, you know, if you get in the weekend before you get into Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas, you have all your ugly Christmas sweater parties. Like, everybody's probably doing that this weekend because. People will be traveling. Now, please, with early weather reports, we know that it's too far out still, but please plan accordingly, travel safely. Anyone that goes to the Browns game on Christmas Eve, please be safe about it. Um, weather is – winter is coming. As they said, I guess on Game of Thrones, I never watched that show, but winter is coming. I mean, winter's here. It's freezing outside. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's going to get worse. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, cold. I saw the, the Arctic chill coming our way. I'm like, great. I yeah. hate the cold. Yeah. Anybody that has to work that day, including myself, please be safe out there as well and, and try to spend as much time with family and friends as you can. Before we do get into the Browns game, hey, I mean, we're going to talk World Cup. We're going to talk Cavs. And, I mean, yeah, World Cup, guys, if you if – you, had to do a double take. Yes, we're talking World Cup. If you new to the show, we talk soccer on the show. If you if that got you away from the show just now, I am sorry, but we thank you for tuning in for the first four minutes and <laughs> giving us a few views here this evening. But hey, Messi's the goat, so I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to love every second of it because I'd rather talk that than a meaningless game yesterday. But we will still talk about it because we are the Browns post game show. Before we do that, it being the holiday season, talking about family and friends. To get serious for just a moment, if you guys have any well wishes or prayers, things like that, we don't do this as often. I do want to send continued prayers, well wishes out to um, Mike Allen's family. Um, it is the unfortunate year anniversary 
of his passing uh, from this world, a guy, uh, a really good friend, father, husband, uh, just a good person overall, was going to be a great camera person in this industry and lost him way too early. We don't just say all gas, no breaks into the show for no reason. That is Mike's saying that's something he lived by, and he's not saying to just, you know, go full speed and take every risk. He's saying don't hesitate. If there's something you want to go after, go after it. If you're passionate about something, if you want to help people, you want to be the best person you can for your family, go all in on that. Again, we're not saying taking every risk that kind of puts your life at risk or things like that. But it's what you're passionate about, what you want to do. I mean, both what... the things at our end are yep. from people we've lost that are they're very, they're same thing. They're the different words. They're the same meaning more or less, and it's yes. everything you're talking about here. What kind of impact do you want to leave? Don't just talk about it. Be, be about, about it. it. Mike was about it, and that's why he was all gas, no breaks. So continued prayers, well wishes, um, and a, a great friend of this show and and CBC TV and everything. And I know to Peter and and so many people we've connected with and um, from OMS as well at Ohio Media School. Uh, I I just got to. Make sure that we we shed light on that because, again, uh, miss him like crazy and know that he's looking down and and proud of everything that's kind of going on within his family and and everything else. So try to go into this industry and this career path with all gas, no brakes, but not just for me now, for for those that haven't gotten to fulfill that opportunity, trying to to do that and do it the right way as well. I mean, I'm just going to go on top of what you said to anybody that's lost family even a pet this time of the mm. year like that's just rough reach out to those people because i mean it one it's a stress people get really stressed out this time of the year so reach out make sure you're like checking on your family and friends and, but yeah reach out to the ones that did lose people because they're this is a, this is not a happy time for them right now usually it makes it worse Correct. So. It, it does peter anything oh i was gonna you know make some some comments uh you know absolutely for, yes. for mike but you, you know i can't really follow up how you said it you, you pretty much took the uh the words out of my mouth but made them much more eloquent than i could have so this happened I, a lot on this show to me <laughs> i was thinking about it this week it's like i don't know what game it is there's like a board game and you got to guess something and it's the worst when you're like oh i have one and then the person before you says it and then you it comes to you and you're like yeah ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, yeah you do that to me a lot i'm like well there goes that point oh all right and then you're like, so what do you think, Jay? And I'm like, I mean, you just summed it up. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I think no, it's good. No, no, it was, it was really well put. And yes. uh, you know, one of these days, I'm just gonna start the show with like duct tape in my mouth. I'm gonna let you start it. <laughs> no, so that you get everything out, and then see what's what's left to kind of kind of no, fill in at the it's end. It's a it's it's a good challenge to be able to react and yeah. come up with something yeah. different every time too. But yeah, it makes me laugh sometimes. I was like, man, sometimes it gets me. In it. I think it's called categories, and it reminds me. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. We and, have that, yeah. And I, it always happens to me. They're like, no one will have this one, mine. No one will have it. No one will have it. No one will have it. The person right yes. before me said that, and then they're like, oh, man, they just took the, my three backups and yeah. my go-to. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. So I, if, it, if it is categories, how I, how I know categories is, like, you roll a dice that gives you a letter, and then you have a card that has, like, 10 or 15 things that you now have to – write a word that starts with that letter pertaining to that topic. Like if it's, you know, maybe the topic is beach and then it's like, or 
I don't I don't know, but you gotta like you got like only a certain amount of time to write down something for each one on the card. Like everybody's given the card, they can see all the different things. Now you gotta get a word to match it. Like what do you think? Then everybody reveals their answers, and I think if you match somebody, you get a certain amount of points. If you're the only one, you get a certain amount of points. Yeah, I I like that game. I, I like that game a lot. There's another one that we played. Um, we got, I think we got last year for Christmas, and uh, Jan and I played at our um, not at our bachelor bachelorette party, but like on our we went like on vacation with some friends to uh, Traverse City. It was called Blank Slate, and you know you kind of. Uh, you have basically a card is shown to everyone and it's either like blank something or word blank. So like full blank. Then you write down on your uh, dry erase board, your little dry erase, erase board, um, like the word to fill that in. And if you match one person, you get three points. If more than two people match, then each person gets one point. You got like, it's like first to 25. I love board games, so oh, I, I can talk about that. I, I, we're gonna get into like our favorite things around the holiday time. You can already you gotta imagine play catchphrase. What... Look that oh, up. Okay. That's a great one. You'll yeah, really I, like that. I've one. seen Jimmy Fallon play that. And, oh, it's and good. Stuff like that. I'm a mo- I'm a monster at that game, dude. Well, it's ten minutes in, and our plan was to talk Browns to start. I don't even care because <laughs> <laughs> it's just Kevin. You're so up on the Browns this year. You know? I'm just I'm so up on them. I love getting a win when we're already like basically out of it. When we got less than one percent so chance still to at win. Point oh four percent to make the playoffs. I think it's maybe like up to like point eight. So, I, I will say I am happy anytime we beat the Ravens. Yes. Oh yes, I hate yeah. the Ravens. I, mean, so, I can't stand them. So I joke, but let's put it in perspective. You know, the Ravens. That is where the team was moved to. That was the original organization of the Browns. Now they stole my Super Bowl. Stole your yes. Super Bowl. Yes. And so, my culture. So absolutely hate the Ravens. Absolutely hate Pittsburgh. I kind of hate Cincinnati, but. Joe Burrow's kind of like hard to hate. So I dislike Cincinnati. I can't say hate, but I hate the Ravens and I hate the Steelers and I dislike the Bengals. Yes, I'm all Cleveland all the way. Right now, I had Joe Burrow in fantasy. I needed a huge game for him. I don't know what he's been doing the second half. I don't know. But I might end up hating him by the end of the day. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, we'll look in a break. We're not really yeah. going around the league tonight, but. Uh, yeah. I don't well, know. I mean. At least our defense played better. Our, we had what they call a complimentary football, I guess. Offense scored yeah. a touchdown. Defense had two turnovers. Special teams, teams was meh. They didn't. So it was Cade like- York. I mean, when Justin Mother Tucker is missing and Cade York misses, I'm not going to get mad at Cade York. Right. It's a tough day to kick field goals out there. I mean, the one was an absolute shank. Now, the other one, I don't know if that's like, you know, kind of like footing or, or whatever. I'm not going to make excuses. He missed kicks. Tucker missed kicks. Tucker missing kicks is why they why they lost. Cade York missing is why the Ravens still had a chance every single time and, and made it difficult. I mean, Look, I just don't like when people go out there on Twitter and call for the dude's job. Like, he's, oh, yeah. he's a fourth-round oh, yeah. kicker. Like, you ain't getting rid of him. No. And I guarantee you, I could just tell this dude is going to work his ass off and get his fundamentals and technique down to a, like, perfect oh but you gotta have the hottest take you gotta have the best jokes about these guys you gotta you gotta do this you gotta do that these are the same people that were saying after that you know it was a bad loss of the Cavs suffered but uh you know it's not where you're it's not a loss where you're asking for people to lose their jobs the same people that are, at, that are saying that Cade York needs to be gone now are the same people say, saying after that game Darius Garland needs to be gone Oh, yeah. my God, that was... Yeah, Darius Garland has, and we'll talk about it more here coming up, but 
yes, Garland's splits on the road and home are, are not great. And, yeah, he's missing shots. But um, the last two games at home, beyond Donovan Mitchell, a lot of people were missing shots. And even Donovan yesterday was missing shots. They had to come back in the fourth quarter in those back-to-back games. Uh, they were letting a team that didn't have John, uh, Donkic or um, – I think Dinwiddie, their two point guards they didn't have yesterday, that they let Kemba Walker go off, who has only played in his in three games this year. So, look, there's a lot of criticism you, that can always go around. It's not like we need to go to every extreme. My issue with yesterday, guys, is, yes, I like spoiling seasons for teams that I hate. Sure, that's great. Moral victories. I'm kind of over the moral victory train, and I'm kind of over... Oh well, we got the spotlight. We're on. We're on prime time, or we're we're on national television, where a lot of people are gonna be watching. Only game playing. Look at this effort we give. Where the heck is that effort every time? I'm not letting them ruin my day if they lose, but it's just so 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 annoying. I mean, they gave that same effort last week. The defense, didn't they? Did they? The the problem with this team is they're consistently inconsistent. Yes. Yeah, and it's and it's like you're capable of more. That's what's so disappointing because that's what's so meaningless about yesterday's win. You're telling me you're capable of more and you're basically out of it when you could be a dangerous team at least to start the playoffs. That's just that that just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know why. It just doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> it drives me nuts. How much you guys want to bet that we're going to come one game out of the playoffs this year? Oh, I I'll put money it. on it. I already know it. It's either one or two games. And we're going to be like just recall like two little moments, like the Jets game, and just yeah. one of the other mind-boggling losses we had. Oh yeah, that Jets loss is looking better and better because they're playing so good. Oh wait, it's they're down worse to five hundred. <laughs> Oh, how about that Atlanta loss? They were looking good. Oh, wait. That's not looking good either. My goodness. Hey, I mean. I mean, the Saints could come in in a blizzard and beat this team. Talking about bad takes, though. I don't know who. I'm not, I'm not going to plug them. But I read an article, and these people have like 26,000 followers, and they're verified on their thing. And this guy wrote an article. Paid for it. Trade <laughs> Miles Garrett. I was like. Oh, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? This has to be the worst well, I read the I'm like, you got to be joking. And it's because he helps up the other quarterbacks. He doesn't have the killer instinct. I'm like. Oh, uh, that's that's old. Ask Mason Rudolph about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> but seriously, you're going to trade Miles Garrett. Because he's. All right. That's old guy get off my lawn stuff. Like, that's old school. Like. That's you look at the NBA. A lot of these guys are friends, and yeah, they were they were teaming up even more, or they go hang out with each other, or they dap each other up at the end of the games. Guess what? That's just the culture. Deal with it. Suck it up and watch it. If you don't like Wait. it, don't watch it. I don't know what to tell you. Is there a penalty for helping up the opposing quarterback? No, there's a do, penalty for do, taking them down the wrong way. Do you, do you, do you get points taken away, or do you gain points for like being meaner to them, or? Like laughing at them when they're do you, no. So there's no real benefit except for you look like a jerk. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like, care. Like yeah. dude is like a baller on defense. I don't care what anyone says, and they sit there and they get mad at him. Like, don't show up at certain times. Where's Miles Garrett? Probably getting triple teamed. Probably getting triple teams. Where Miles Garrett? If you don't see him doing anything, dude. Like, I can't. St- 
I, I don't understand it. Why is everyone hitting on one of the best players this team has ever had in their history? Now, I will say if you're hitting on him because he doesn't come through in the moment. Critiquing mo- like, him was one thing. Critiquing, like, yes. This is what I would say to someone that's saying to trade just because he's helping people up. Again, if you don't like it, don't watch. But that is what this culture is now. These guys are all friends, but he's also a very nice person. And guess what? If you want the team to be this team of people that they make a big play and they're standing over them so they can't get up, guess what? That's a 15-yard penalty. If you're good with that, I hope you're good if that costs the game for the Browns because the Browns seem to be in every game. They lose by, if they lose, they lose by a close margin and one or two plays decides it. Well, a 15-yard penalty that helps the team go score, take a lead, or extend the lead, guess what? That makes it more difficult, puts more pressure on your team to come back in that game. And so if you want a team of jerks, you're going to watch a losing team. Sorry. Yeah, I just that was like one of the worst takes I've seen in a while. I'm like, dude, talk about trade Miles Garrett. I'm like, there's I like mean, two positions that you have to have if you want a great team: a great quarterback and a great pass rusher. They're like the two most wanted positions in sports. And we have one of the top three, and we're going to trade. I'm like, for what? Draft picks. Like, I love the draft, but get over the addiction to draft picks, Cleveland, please. Go yeah. seek help. I mean, how how well have we really done with a lot of our draft picks? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, we don't have a first-round pick, but guess what? A lot of these good teams, they make their money on second, third, fourth, well, fifth rounders. Yeah. And now that we're getting a couple years into some of these guys that Andrew Barry has taken, they're not making as big of an impact. They're not looking as good of players. So if you're throwing roses at him, too, but what's brilliant. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. That's offseason. We'll get to that. What's brilliant about you bringing that up and – like kind of paints the picture of being a Browns fan and why it's so agonizing. I started out by not necessarily criticizing them, but kind of being realistic that some people would perceive as negative. I turned that all around within five minutes and started defending them <laughs> because I just love Cleveland and I love, I love the Browns. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know. I will... The dude plays his ass off. It yeah. works hard. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's working hard. Look at the size of the man. He's, you can't get that big if you're not working out. Yeah. I'm sorry. Guess what? Like, and you're not getting another player like that for a long time, so you no. might as well keep him as long as you can. So, I mean, he's going to be in the Hall of uh, Fame. He's probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame. We'll trade him. Ask the Raiders how they feel about trading Khalil Mack right now. Yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, Mike Mayock. It's just... I know the word fan is short for fanatic, but I feel like there's a difference between fans and the fanatics. And it is becoming more and more extreme every single day. And keyboard warriors are getting more and more of a voice. And it's Our just... friend Bree has the perfect name for them. Smooth brainers. Yeah. I, I was like, that is the, that's hilarious. Well, kind of, okay, so kicking it to, towards the other football for a second. Yes. It just reminds me of the Welcome to Rexham. There's a whole episode about the soccer hooligans. Mm, yes, know, and that's that. Those people are insane. And yeah. I think, and I think, I know some of the sports fo- they are the craziest of all. Yeah, but I think yeah. some of these these football fanatics are are heading in that direction where they're so rabid, you know, about like, oh, you have to hate each. The thing is, these these players are pros. Yeah, and they know that there's any day they could be traded to another team, so they're not gonna, you know. They're not going to be holding grudges against other guys. They're professionals. You know, I'm, I'm glad Garrett is acts the way he does because 
Mm. He's a stand-up guy. Yes. Exactly. He's the he's the type of person you can you can look up to. I know he's got the blemish with the the helmet swing, but someone that has shown remorse for it and has, you know, had the time and, and done the time to re I guess replenish, replace, fix his image mm-hmm. back to what it should be, and and telling them that's an outlier of an overall good person. That's what I want to see, and that's what I want to see out of Deshaun Watson, too, to make me feel better about him being the face of the franchise. Like, I still don't feel comfortable about it. That's just me. You don't. You can feel differently however you want. If you're trying to convince people that he's good and because of how great of a throw he made to Mari Cooper or whatever video I saw, he's pay, being paid $230 million. I know he doesn't look like that yet, and he's still knocking off Russ, still trying to get into the flow of the game, but he's paid to make those kind of throws. He better make those kind of throws. He's a franchise quarterback. I don't need convincing. I just need him to go out there and do that when the opportunity presents itself. But Browns get the win 13-3 over the stupid Ratbirds, the Baltimore Ravens. It was nice. If they thought that was a cold game, wait till Saturday on Christmas Eve. <laughs> boy, oh boy, is the weather report not looking good. Hopefully that improves slightly so that people can travel safely. But then again, who knows? It's Northeast Ohio. Winter is coming. And you Very never know. Little, it's a little unpredictable here. A little unpredictable. And so are the Cavs. We'll talk about them next right here on the Voice of Land on the Big Play Network. Whether you're looking to hire new talent or start a new career, Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has helped thousands of job seekers advance in their career with reputable partners throughout Northeastern Ohio. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. With an above average hire in rate of one in four candidates, Vector works hard to connect the right person with the right opportunity the first time. Vector Technical hires for skilled manufacturing and light industrial work and is sure to have a career that you've been looking for. To learn more, visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com. Welcome back to the Voice of the Land right here on the Big Play Network. We are your Browns postgame show, but we talk about everything, especially when we're already a day removed and everybody's probably tweeted, stated. I mean, we are the Browns postgame, but we're really kind of the end of the week wrap-up at the yes, same time. Yes, that's what it is. We only get to do this once a week, so we got to talk about everything. Like every, There's a lot of people that get to immediately react. Immediate reaction. Immediate reaction. We don't get that luxury, so we're going to give you everything that's on our chest. We're going to get it out. We're going to do it within an hour-ish and do the best we can and have some fun with it and hopefully entertain some people along the way and, you know, keep improving upon the show because Peter's got ideas and, you know, things may be coming down the the pipeline with the entire network. I mean, look, our network just did a an entire boxing event. They were the sponsor of a boxing event. Nick Padone was on the call from the Reflog show. I know Dave was... Had a huge hand in, in getting that set up. Was uh, was Chris there? Was McNeil there? I didn't see him. He probably was there, but I didn't actually okay. see him. Heard there was a good camera crew there, though. Oh, yeah. They're all right. The LPB Productions. Productions. <laughs> Jim Wagner, crew. Rico, Amara. And the Mighty Audio. Ma- Mighty Audio. Right <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's funny because, like, other than the fact that Jim and I both had the LPV shirts on, mm-hmm. there was no mention of LPV anywhere. Because oh, we, well. we did it under big... But that's how... That's kind of how we operate, though, a lot, right? Because, like, CVC TV, like, we do all the production for CVC TV for football, basketball, but it's like... Let me tell you something. We don't, you know... When you put out a product like you, 
word of mouth is all the advertising you'll ever need. Well, I, yes. I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I try to say LPV as many times as I can. I mean, I'll do it for you. But I mean, I mean I the I, word of mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's just three letters like LPV. I don't know. Like you could say LPV all the time if you really wanted to say LPV. I think everyone should say LPV. LPV Productions. I don't know. And then give us a call. Hold on, hold on. LPV Productions. All right, we're there good. Some liberal messaging. Maybe we should talk about some sports now. Presented by the Big Play Network and also partnered with LPV Productions and. The Cavs, you know, they have a pretty good production crew, and they, they produce a good product on the court. Just the, that they do. That they do. The only, infu- like, I guess frustrating thing with them is they are, they're kind of consistently inconsistent as well. But they get a little bit more uh, leeway from us, unlike the Browns, because, yes, they have a lot of talent, but they're still working through things. They're try- they have different guys out different nights. Yes, going back to Monday, the loss against the Spurs shouldn't happen. Darius needs to hit that wide open three, lose by one. Sure. Guess what? Come back the next night against a decent Dallas team when Luka was in there, Dinwiddie was in there, most of their guys were in except for Kemba Walker, and they took it to him. They took it to him in Dallas. That is one where a lot of people were fearing what could happen. Could be one of those lopsided road losses like we used to see with the Cavs. When LeBron was here, when they didn't really care about the regular season, there was always those, those few. They throughout even admitted, I don't know who it was that they used to like. They just didn't really give a crap about the I know, season. I know because they could just Turn, they flip really the switch. Could. They really could just flip a switch. I guess you could say the Cavs flipped the switch in the fourth quarter. The last two games at home, Jana and I got to go on Friday night. Her, uh, her friend Sarah, shout out, Sarah. Thank you so much for. Oh, the you tickets. went to the game Friday. Went to the game on Friday. Yes. Oh, nice. Now, I had to work, so we had to rush up there, and then the traffic was nightmare. So we got in, like, at the second quarter. I'm not, we're not usually late, but, hey, free tickets. Friday night, because my days are all blurring together, yeah. is the game they came back, correct? That is the game they came back. They, they came back against Dallas, too, though. Dallas was leading that one mm-hmm. for the most part, too. But this was the big comeback. That was the big comeback. They were down double digits, and it looked lackluster. It looked like they didn't care. It looked like they weren't, they just weren't there. And then my boy just grabbed the ball. They normally would say grab the bull by the horns, but he grabbed the ball by the horns. And I I absolutely, I can't stop watching that video of that because he gives a look. Mm -hmm. And I I pointed out to him, like, that was the moment the game changed. He just gives this look. And he's like, nah, this is mine. This ain't happening. And he's not, you could, he's not talking about the ball, like, right Right. there. It's mine. He's like, no, this game's mine. These dudes, they poked the bear, and it was over. That dude went off after that. So it's funny that you mentioned that moment. And we talked earlier on the show, like, how you said that, and you guys were saying, you know, I sometimes take the words out of you guys' mouths. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're thinking about something, and then someone else says it. Did I just do that? No. (laughs) There's times that, like, I'm thinking something, and I have a chance to say it, just say it to someone to know that I got it out there first. And I don't say it. I just hold back. And then I hear I hear it after, like, or I hear, like, reaction, and I hear that same thing. And, like, I kind of kick myself a little bit, like, oh, man, if I would have tweeted that, like, I would have been, like, one of the first ones to say that. It would have been, like, a really good take because everybody's reacting to it. That moment when I saw you that live, I was, like, in my head, I'm thinking, I should. And I, would like, almost turned to Jana to say it, but we're, you know, we're having a nice time. We're trying to have a <laughs> We work long hours. We're just trying to have a nice nice day out at a basketball game. Thanks to her friend Sarah for giving us her tickets she wasn't able to use that night, uh, her season tickets. 
And I saw it, and I saw the look that Donovan had, and I'm thinking, like, this is very similar to when a manager comes out of the dugout and gets thrown out or one of those turning points where either a coach goes off or something happens to instill or invoke energy, infuse energy into a team. And it just, I was like, if this team comes back, this is going to be the moment. And it was in my head. I didn't say it out loud. I was, I just thought it. And someone else said it after the game or uh, I saw it on Twitter at some point. And I'm like, dang it, I missed my <laughs> opportunity. But that was the moment. Mm-hmm. Where that led that team because your star is getting dirty. He is doing the dirty work. He's winning the 50 50 ball, or at least getting the jump ball. He wasn't getting punked. He, he wasn't was... getting punked. When a team is showing very little effort, you see them get punked towards the end. Like the score starts to get lopsided, they start to get punked a little bit. He wasn't going to let that happen, and then the Cavs just took off. I don't know. It was just like a spark lit from that moment. It is those little things that you don't realize how big of an impact they can have, but they did, and they came back. The arena was on fire. I mean, it started the Cavalanche. started the Cavalanche. I'm dancing after. Jana's catching us again on her phone and posting it. I guess that's going to become a thing if I go to these games and they win. Yeah, we're going to need dad dancing. Dad dancing. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for it up. You know, we're we're halfway there. We're 20 weeks today, so we're halfway there. Um, I mean, I gotta shout out Jana because you know she's the one that's that's carrying our son, so she's the one going through that. I wouldn't know any of those pains and stuff. I just try to help her any way I can. So thank you so much, and thank you for letting me come here each and every single Sunday night. Thank you so much. I love you. You're, I don't know if you're watching or not, but. <laughs> um, the Cavs are just, they're kind of falling into what I like some bad habits I don't like that they think that they can just turn it on every time. I don't like that, but I like that that grit that JB has instilled in this team is still there. That's what I want to see more of. I want to see the team that, you know, wasn't expected to do much and just grinded out wins, grinded out a better season last year. If you can do that with more talent and all of the talents willing to do it, Boy, that is a dangerous team to face. If they can find that down and dirty, gritty underdog team that has a lot of talent, they can go out talent you and beat you that night. There's two things tough about team this team that gets me real excited. And with what we're saying, like, don't think we're being negative on the Cavs. Like, no, we both think no. they're an awesome team. Oh, yes. Right. We're just saying what we think they can do to improve. Realistic. Yes. And one as long as they're that, that great defensive team, like their yeah. defensive effort is always there, they're going to be okay. Even on like that, like tough nights like the other night where it was an ugly game, you're going to win the ugly games because you're the better defensive team. Mm-hmm. You're putting, which is almost 90% effort. That's great. Second thing, at the beginning of the year, what was everyone's problem with the Cavs at first was can't close out games. These teams keep coming back. These teams keep coming back. Do you know the Cavs, I believe, lead the league in point differential in the fourth quarter now? Yeah. Yep. You know, that's that's a young team working to get better. They made a weakness a strength, and that's on the coaching. And I love J.B. Bickerstaff, and he's really turned – he's going to get these – I can't wait to see what they look like at the I end know. of the year. Like, this is so early, and we, we're critiquing these fine things, but, by it, like, even this time next year, mm-hmm. like, this team is just – the sky is the ceiling for them. Yeah. I, I – 
And there's a lot of people clamoring for that three and D guy too. That another like a, a wing that's a little bit better than maybe a Coro or or Stevenson. You know, having those gritty guys maybe come off the bench and have a little bit more talent infused in that uh, that starting lineup or even as a six man, whatever it may be. Let the team do their work. Let Kobe Altman and his crew do their work. They they know what they know what is needed. They're showing you by trading for Donovan Mitchell. They're going for it. Dan Gilbert has always shown us he will he is willing to go for it and pay to go for it. Not just briefly, he will pay to go for it as long as he possibly can before it's time to hit the reset button. So I mean, do you believe that the Cavs are not right now a championship caliper team? Because I don't. I don't. I think I mean they have a chance. Sure, they have a chance. Anybody yes. has a chance. But it's next year, the following year. That's when your men right. make your real run. Because they need to be more tested. What is one in thing moments? Dan Gilbert will not hesitate to do is spend money. Right. And the way this team is, how young they are, and everyone's like, you're never going to get free agents. They're like, maybe not. You might not get those mm. class A free agents, but you can get a nice high C or a nice B, and that's all you are away. A yep. wing player, a B player that can defend, hit the three can defend another wing player. That's all this team really needs. And Kobe Altman's and his staff are intelligent to finesse, to not finesse trades and not not fleece teams, but work it out where you're not losing much of what you've already built, mm-hmm. but you know you have to give up something to get something back. They have found a way to find that good balance. And hey, it's still gonna it's still gonna take time. Darius is still learning. They're still learning how to play with Donovan. Evan Mobley is only in his second year. They got to continue to be tested to then learn. Sometimes you got to get there and lose before you can get there and win. And hey, enjoy the ride. Enjoy it. Yes, last night wasn't pretty, but they got the job done because they did the little things and they got the defensive stop at, at the end. All of the energy, all of the effort, all of the guys rotating around, forcing Hardaway Jr. to pass oh, that yeah. one up. And uh, then, you know. Christian Wood having to take a step back three. Yes, he can shoot the ball, but that's a set shot. He's not someone that can dribble in, cross over, step back, lean back, and knock down the three. He doesn't have that skill. And he was forced into shot a shot he didn't like. He can't, he's not very good at. And look, the Cavs got away with the win. They continued their home dominance. They're 14 and 2. Get out there, support them. They're on a six-game home. And just stand. like Miles, let's not talk about trading Garland. Oh, just geez, I'm not. I, I'm I, not. I, I don't know. So when someone said I said something on Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, this has been great, blah blah," but I think Garland, we might need to trade him or something. He seems like he's all in his feelings and stuff. I'm like, dude, I don't read that at all. What are you no. talking about? Like, no, he's this team doesn't have drama within itself no. at all whatsoever. They play for each other, and. Friday night, he didn't score the 40-something points Adam Mitchell did, but he was dishing to the right dude. 20 all the time. points, 10 It's not always about who's scoring what. He like If he's contributing on getting assists, be happy with that. In They're a, still finding their way, guys. He's learning how to play point guard. In a positionless era of basketball, he is learning how to play a traditional style of point guard to add that element to his game. And I love watching Darius. And I love when he's the first one off the bench rooting for guys when he's not in there. He's the first one high-fiving them or running onto the court, exactly. having a good time. And just, again, enjoy it. It's a fun team. I mean, last year, Darius was put in a position he had to be the leading scorer yep. in the point guard. Now he doesn't have to do that. Now he's got to learn how to play – with a guy that could put yeah. 40 on him on the uh, scoreboard at any given night. 
while trying to get his own and getting in his own rhythm. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take time. It's and they're going to work to get there. And they will get there. So, yeah. again, like you said, enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Let's have fun. It's not always going to look pretty, but whatever. As long as I'm getting W's, I don't care what if it's pretty or not. Hey, I'm sure that's how Argentinian fans feel yeah. tonight as well. We got to talk about Argentina winning the World Cup. Messi, GOAT status established. We'll talk about that next. But if you need that last-minute gift idea done, can't guarantee he'll get to you on time but hey you got maybe a later christmas or holiday get together you need that gift for it voiceofthelandshop.com we got the details right here in this break we'll talk about the world cup right after right here on the voice of land the big play network are you struggling to hire the right talent or maybe even find the right career vector technical makes it easy since 1992, Vector has provided Ohio employers with a reliable process for hiring and have helped thousands of job seekers advance in their careers. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. We invest time to get to know each client and candidate personally. Vector places people in job opportunities that they are truly excited about. Interested in learning more? Visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com to see a full list of our current job opportunities and to find out what Vector Technical can offer you. Get your gear at voiceoftheland.com forward slash shop. Welcome back to the Voice Land. It is our holiday special Browns postgame show here on the Big Play Network. I'm Kevin Arnold. He is always positive. Jay. It is audio on the other side of the proverbial glass here this evening. We've talked Browns. We've talked Cavs. It was a heck of a weekend. I mean, the Monsters have gotten a couple wins. The Crunch won. Uh, they got their first win of the year. They're 1-1. One one. They're playing in Detroit. They should have just kicked off here just a few minutes ago. Yep. Peter and I will be, and hopefully Jake gets out to a couple games, we'll be, after the holiday season, we'll be starting to plan Doing that because they wait. Who's doing the live stream for the crunch this year again? LPV Productions. There you go. LPV Productions. <laughs> LPV Productions is doing your crunch live streams this year, and uh, you know we're we're gearing up for it. Hopefully, uh, all the meetings go well. Final meetings with the IX Center to have four of the six games at the IX Center. There's a lot of space in there that's going to allow a lot more fans to come in outside of the Sportsplex. Sportsplex is a great place, but you know it's tight. It's tight. And there's a lot more people kind of jumping back and, you know, kind of thinking about their time when they were a Crunch fan before or a Force fan in the that, past. United States going into the World Cup this year is going to get more soccer fans. Yes, absolutely. And then, you know, about six months later, the women will be playing. So while I'm upset that the World Cup is over and I don't have soccer to get me through my work days, I know and over the summer I will have – another world cup to to look at and there's plenty of other tournaments on the horizon that will help me get through it plus man united they'll get back in action here soon too i'm i have a feeling all the premier league teams are playing on boxing day because i think that that's like a tradition in england is to play on boxing day. the day after christmas is known as boxing day in uh england i think in canada too right what does that mean i don't i i should have researched that i'm I, Pride myself on coming in with Boxing Day, and you ain't got no info. Don't on worry, it. audio is the AI system. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll Google it. Yeah, <laughs> all you got to do is just. I know, know it's the day after Christmas, but it's, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, I wonder why it's called Boxing Day. You box up all the crappy gifts and yeah, give them back. Yeah. Re-gift. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but while, while audio does uh, kind of go through the computer system to look up that information, Argentina beats France, the defending champion France. I, I mean, to get this far was miraculous. With losing two of your best midfielders in Nicolo Conte and Paul Pogba, and to lose your top score up front, your striker in Kareem Benzema, and then deal with the flu. You could see their energy was drained. They had a bunch of guys out, a bunch of guys that couldn't play in their semifinal match, and somehow they found their way back to a final. This was their fourth World Cup final in the last seven World Cups. Wow. That, like, they're an, I, I didn't even realize that. They're an under-the-radar dominant Country romance in soccer is what France does. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you go. Apparently, so Boxing Day, <clears throat> and I thought I kind of knew this in a way, but it apparently it was originally a day, the day after Christmas, mm. and it was a holiday to give gifts to the poor. Oh. So it was really kind of a you know a charitable day, yeah, you know, service or whatever. And now it's just pretty much a shopping holiday. So, oh. so it's kind of like Black Friday, but I mean it's after Christmas, so there's probably um, you know go out and get your after Christmas gotcha. deal. So is it in England and Canada? I know I know Canada. Um, I could originated in Great Britain. Because I was gonna say the Premier League, like they every year, just like the NBA plays on Christmas, the NFL plays on Thanksgiving. Premier League soccer is played on Boxing Day, like that is their holiday to kind of have a bunch of games going. I don't know if that's when they'll get their stuff back going again. This yeah. year, but uh, it's a lot of Europe. So it looks like, uh, according to Wikipedia, Spain, the Czech Republic, Germany, yeah. Hungary, Netherlands, Italy, Poland, Slovakia, Croatia, Denmark, Finland, Sweden. Which, yeah. So it's which pretty much sense. all of yeah. Europe is, you know, has that as a holiday day. It's, you know, a day off. Yeah. So, yeah. And in the Premier League, each of these clubs are well, like Europe is well represented right. in them, too. So it's just, it's kind of perfect to, to have that sport played on, on that day. But, uh, Yes, it was weird that the World Cup happened at this time of the year, but Argentina wins four two on PKs. It was it was epic. It seemed like Argentina had it had it pretty much under control. Again, France felt like they the flu bug had really hit them. Uh, Argentina was able to do whatever they wanted. They were just in control. France didn't even have a shot until the seventy fifth minute or so, and then. Boy, that guy, he is him. He's that next in line to be one of the greats. Mbappe? Mbappe. Killian Mbappe. Oh, he was killing it, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that so and I knew that being two nil, like that when you have a two oh lead in soccer, like that's the most important lead that you can have because not only do they have to get one, they gotta get two, and then they gotta they also have to get a third to then try to take the lead. That's a lot of energy just to get the one. Well, Argentina gives up the PK. That infuses energy in France. And about a minute and a half later, 90 seconds later, a beautiful give-and-go between Mbappe and his teammate and a a world-class finish, kind of a side scissor kick that I don't even know how the Argentine goalie got a paw on it. He did, but it still went in the back of the net. It was too hard. Now we're tied, and we go to extra time. Messi scores. You loved it how the initial shot got kicked into the goalie's face. Oh, my God. Hugo Lloris is one of the best goalkeepers in the entire world. They had the perfect play. Take out the goalie and then shoot. <laughs> they hit the dude square right in the face. I'm like, there's no way he can recover from that. 
I'm sorry. I, I'm still laughing from it. it I mean, your dodgeball days, Kevin. Well, you have ever seen that video on YouTube with the, you know, it's a fake one, but the goalie just keeps getting plastered with the ball. You know, they're dragging him out, <laughs> prop him up in a chair, and he's just well, hit him in the face with every shot. When you called me, what's the, what did I, t- <laughs> did I say? <laughs> it was the exact. I think I said it the exact same way too. Yeah, I mean that 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 video is really funny. I think some people actually got uh, more. <laughs> Felt like that was real, but trust me, that's not that's not real. It's, in today's sports world, that is not real, and that's a very recent video too. It's a few years old, yeah, but that is still a video made in concussion heavy time, like concussion focused times. No one is letting a goalkeeper go back out there. Maybe after the first, when he's still walking fine, not after the second. Like with the legs are wobbly, like they're bringing you off the field. They need to check, and if they let you come back on, like they let Tua come back on that one game, like yeah, not the team physicians, team administration, like that's a bad look on them. So like that is all for comedy, not not real. But, but yeah, the but, goat, one of the goats comes through. One of the goats comes through. Pulls Messi, ahead. Johnny on the spot finishes it. Yes, the guy tried to clear it off the line. That was well inside the goal by that time. Uh, the only thing that they were checking for was offsides. Uh, Messi's teammate was onside just by, like, it was me- Which, That's millimeters. cool how they have that. Like, it's a digital wall, pretty much. That's technology. And there's been, yeah, and there's been plays, goals that, like, for, for us, we yes. would have had a goal, but it was just inches, man. Well, so, that- so, Kevin, do me a favor. Explain yeah. real quick for the people that aren't familiar with soccer, mm-hmm. the the onside, offside with the scoring there. Yes. It's the I same will- thing as hockey. I think i mean i've never had the hockey one fully explained to me i've just been able to kind of like watch a hockey game and like see that it's still offsides thinking in the same terms someone so can't assuming... be past the blue line while you advance it okay it. so imagine so actual people are setting that blue line and that blue line can then move so the last defender wherever that is the last defender before the goalkeeper as someone goes to touch the ball with their boot as they say with their with their shoe as they go to make the pass if you are even a fingernail, a fingertip, whatever it is, past that last defender, as they're doing that, as they're hitting the ball, you are off sides. You have to make sure to make your run towards the goal, towards the pass, where, you know, when you start your run at least, the ball has to be kind of leaving the person's foot. Then you can be one on one with the goalkeeper. So again, you have basically the basic formation in soccer is four four two. And when I say four four two, that goes how many people are on defense, how many people are in the middle part of the field in midfield, how many forwards do you have? The basic one is four four two, and it starts from the back. It builds from the back, just like in soccer when you make passes, you go on offense. You try to build from the back. So that's four defenders. So if you look at a line of four defenders all in a straight line next to each other, they try to move as a unit, as if there's a string they're holding all together and they're walking together. If you set an offside trap, you're trying to move forward just before a ball is kicked so that someone that's standing right next to you is now offsides and they don't react right away. Um, or, you know, it's one defender that is the is the is back there and they see a striker, someone making a run towards them. If they can see when the ball is kicked, they try to take that step forward so then that person's leaning past that line, that imaginary blue line 
is set by the last defender. Does so, that make sense? So that so they can so if the ball is passed, so if it's on the way to you, you can be past the last defender. Yes, as long as when that ball was touched to make the pass, you are onside. You are gotcha. behind, you you have at least that defender or part of that defender between you and the goalkeeper. Okay, that's. That's got to be really hard <laughs> to judge as a, yeah. as, as, a, as a ref. Yeah, I mean, just and and the speeds that these guys move at though, like yeah. it, it it happens very quick, you and that's see why, why they added the digital. Wall. Yeah, yeah that's sense. why they added the digital line. Just like you have, it has the goal line technology. You don't even need to go to VAR the replay mm-hmm. when a ball crosses fully crosses the line of the goal. It's a goal. That technology was then implemented into offside, so it was found out a lot faster. They didn't have to go to replay for it this time so it was good to see that well thank you that that actually clears it up quite a absolutely. bit absolutely and i'll probably game. forget that by <laughs> next week probably trust <laughs> me my dad did every single every single time i got in the car hey why were you called for offsides <laughs> i'd explain it next game why were you called for offsides i'd explain it next if he watches this he's gonna say he doesn't remember that but and he did it whatever. he may, he may <laughs> ask you to, to I still explain like, it again I just, if you like that one commercial do you want me to go to the replay yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry, yeah. you had to relive that. <laughs> I still love you, Dad. Trust me. Happy so, memories. all right. Uh, back to the back to the game, real quick. So, yeah. Yes, Messi takes. They take the lead in the uh, in the off first the extra goalie's time. Face, off the goalie's the goal. face, and then Argentina gives up another PK. Who steps up? Mbappe for the hat trick. Second person only ever in World Cup finals to get so, a hat trick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was like fifth person to score something like that. To sc- and he won the golden boot. Yeah. He had the most goals. He had eight. He scored the hat trick. He was the one that kept France in it. So now we're tied. We go to PKs. Mbappe steps up first in the back of the net. Messi back of the net. What's funny how I totally see and learn real quick. Messi is the super smart. Like he's like yes. the genius player. Mbappe is the super athletic player. I mean, they're both athletic. They're both smart. Yeah. But that's what their goalies, their shots, can, you could see how their yes. shot, like that dude shot a rocket. And then Messi just played. I don't know what he did with that dude, the goalie's head, but he made him think one thing and he did another thing. You could just yeah. see that style just in the penalty kick. Yeah, two really talented players. And that's what made this this final and this epic back and forth so great was that the stars were the ones that mm-hmm. were shining brightest. And then at the end, you know, the the goalkeeper for Argentina, he was great in PKs throughout the tournament. He got enough stops. Argentina scores on their fourth kick. That takes them out of the championship. And I think that Messi has taken on that GOAT status. Now, this was probably the greatest World Cup final of all time, at least in my lifetime. And people older than me that know soccer even more than I do were saying that. So for a good stretch of time that the World Cup has been played, this is one of the absolute greatest finals ever played. So France, I know it sucks to lose. They got some young players that they're still going to be around. Argentina has young players outside of Messi. If he's not there in the next World Cup, everybody assumes he won't be, but he's going to continue to play at least for the next couple of years for the, uh, for the team, and maybe he'll make a move to MLS. David Beckham owns a team in Miami. He's trying to get them. We'll see if he comes here and wins the MLS Cup. Nor he should play. Where? When MLS comes to Cleveland. Oh. oh. I think we're <laughs> I think we're a little too I think we're uh we're hoping he's gonna hang on a little bit longer than yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> he does have a big family, so All I right, we'll I'm just sure. get Mbappe then. I mean, it would have been one thing if he rode off in the sunset right now, but 
I think at least if you're going to talk about greatest of all time, you're going to try to talk Ronaldo and Messi. Messi just took all right. that all. He won this the ultimate prize you. in the ultimate sport around the world today. Who are the, who are the arguments so for greatest ever? Pele, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, um, Diego Maradona probably comes up as one of the greatest. He's another Argentinian player. First three, I'm guessing. First three, yes. Where is why is he? Uh, what is like Pele? Why is he? How did he pass Pele? I guess I should say like because that's all I've known my whole life. I, just, I think from you know that's getting into the the stats and you know longevity of being able to play and stuff and. Um, you know, now now finally winning on the biggest stages for his country, not just at the club, because at the club level, he has been outstanding. Barcelona won a lot. PSG is one of the top teams in France and in, in Europe, and that's the best place to play the game of football is in Europe. UEFA Champions League, UEFA whatever it might be, like their governing body, that is the greatest place to play, but he hadn't been doing it on the country level. That's what Pele had done and Messi had not. Messi had kind of established that he was really good but couldn't get the job done when going back to play for Argentina. He's now done that in the last few tournaments, playing against other countries, playing on a bigger stage, and now played on the absolute biggest stage and won. I think he is at least still in my eyes. I say that the debate is over. Lionel Messi, greatest of all time. Can he be passed? Sure. Can people still argue? Sure, that's what makes sports talk so great. People can talk about it. I'm never going to argue and be disrespectful about it. I am just going to say Messi has been my GOAT, is my GOAT, and will always be my GOAT because I got to see him play. This game today, I wanted to bring this up real quick before we hit the break because we're already like way late and I don't mm-hmm. want to push us too far over tonight. But... What we got today and how epic this match was is what everyone was looking for if the Cavs would have beat the Magic and gone on to play the Lakers. What we missed, Kobe and LeBron, the old guy, the old gun, mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the that best player in in the NBA, young guy coming up trying to take that over. That's what we got in Messi and Mbappe, and today... The older statesman got the job done. Mbappe's already got his World Cup because France won in 2018. Now Messi gets his and just solidifies his legacy. Again, this is what we would have gotten if it would have been Kobe, God rest his soul, and LeBron in that finals. What we missed out on, we just got today in, in Argentina and France. From a soccer standpoint, that would be what I would equate today to. And it was so great. Can't believe it's over, but there's so much more soccer. And if you got into it, and you gave it a shot, and you got into it, I will be honest with you, not every game is like that, but there are some epic moments in some of these matches, and they will have you on the edge of your seat a lot more than they don't. Well, speaking of soccer, before we go to the break, the Crunch is currently up one nothing. All right, Cleveland Crunch up. In the first. Go Crunch. Let's finish out this Cleveland weekend. You already got a win. Can you get two wins? The Cavs got two wins. The Monsters got two wins. The Browns won. The team I wanted to win the World Cup, even though my office was connected with France to try to win our office or company World Cup, I don't care that our office lost because Messi got his. That's all I care about. That was the great moment today. It's been I didn't great. want to see Messi go out like Dan Marino. No, I didn't. Yeah, that would have been that would have been sad to see. His team tried to tried to do that to him. He wouldn't let it happen. Fate wouldn't let it happen. And the right the right team. The right person got their moment in the sun. 
And trust me, you ain't heard the last of Kylian Mbappe. He is just getting started, and he's got a chance to make some noise in not just good player, but great player, excellent player of all time type skill in that kid. With that, we will hit our final break. On the other side, some fun to close out the holiday special. Our favorite things to do during the holiday season. How quickly can we do it? Who knows? We go off the rails so much. But this is the Voice <laughs> Land, the Big Play Network. Are you looking for a career in manufacturing? Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has partnered with some of the biggest and the best companies throughout Northeastern Ohio. The recruiters at Vector Technical will coach you through the entire job process and will help you land an opportunity that you are truly excited about. Vector does not add any additional fees and offers benefits as well as free online skills training through Penn Foster. To learn more, visit www.vectortechnicalinc.com and make sure to check out our job board to see a full list of our current opportunities and apply. One final time, happy holiday season to everyone tuning in tonight. Any, of course, an early happy new year to all of you as well, as this will be our final show of 2022 here on The Voice Land, the Browns postgame show, and just a great and gracious member of the Big Play family. I am Kevin Arnold, always positive Jay on the other side of the table. Audio, our AI system, humanoid name of Peter Tellup. He is here as well, and... With the holidays here, again, thank you, Jay, for, for the gift for Audio and I. Well, Kevin, that's the last time you'll get a gift from me because I was wanting to buy your kid LinkedIn something. I'm like, be, eh, yes, Lincoln, you're not here yet. You don't get Christmas presents. Don't worry. I already ex I already expect that. Yep. Lincoln's <laughs> already starting to get more gifts, and that is totally fine. I, I am so into Christmas that I cannot wait to, within financial reason, of course, <laughs> I cannot be wait to be that parent that, you know, makes – my kids' eyes light up on Christmas morning when they get up and they look at the tree. So let's get into what our favorite things about Christmas yeah. or yes. the holidays are. Yes, favorite things of the holiday. Of course, it's going to have a Christmas theme because, again, if we tried to talk about some of the other holidays that are celebrated, that would be disrespectful because we don't have a basis on that. That would be disingenuous on our part. But we wanted to say happy holidays to everyone. If you, you know, it's happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. Whatever it may be that you're celebrating, we want to make sure to include everyone because we all we are all inclusive and we respect everything that's going on. Again, it's a great time to get together with family. But for us, we, as we celebrate Christmas, Jay, your top three things to do during the Christmas holiday season. Well, number three, even though I can't stand the money part sucks, but I absolutely love buying people gifts. Mm -hmm. I get so excited. And my biggest problem is holding back of yeah. not giving it to them yeah. early. Yeah. I, I love picking out people's gifts. I think it's especially my nephews. Like, that's just fun. Mm -hmm. Number two is Christmas music. I'm a total nerd for it. From this point, like, as soon as after, like, right around December starts, it's just Christmas music in my car almost all the time. Favorite Christmas song? Uh, one of, uh, is it Winter Wonderland? That's a good one. No, White oh, yeah. Winter or something like White Christmas? <clears throat> White Christmas by the Drifters. Okay. That's the one where the guy goes with the real high pitch weird voice. Oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that. And if you there's a video, I think the uh Eagles offensive linemen are making a Christmas special C D. And they're singing that. And then uh Jason Kelsey's got the beginning part where it's real low. Oh yeah. And then the one I guy think comes I saw out that and they like, were doing that. 
right? And it's this yeah. huge offensive lineman doing it, and Jason Kelsey is just like, what? <laughs> like, he's like laughing. He can't hold it. He's like, did he really just hit that? Like, perfect? Yeah, so I love Christmas music. Like, all... I can't stand the new ones. I'm not going to lie. I like all the old school Christmas music. Yeah, and if someone like tries to do like a new Christmas song or like a like new a- holiday song that's not even, it's not like a new rendition of a traditional one, I feel like I'll take the new renditions even though they're not great. I'll take the new renditions of already established songs. The one, the people that try to go make their own, ugh, just, they just. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. My old retail job, they used to play that over. They mm. used to play those over the radio. Oh God, they got ingrained in my head, and every time I hear them, I get yeah, weird I like flashbacks to that like job. Like Bing, is it Bing Crosby? Um, oh, I can't even think of them now off the top of my head. But Bur- I like all the there's old- Ives, Nat King Cole, Nat King Cole. Yeah, there's um, I like all the old school stuff. Yeah. Um, your third thing. Third thing and most favorite thing about Christmas, and I absolutely love it every single time. I can't wait for it. Is Christmas breakfast at my dad's house? Ooh. It's more of a brunch because my mm. my sister and brothers are lazy asses and don't want to get up. <laughs> <Yeah>. early. <laughs> it's just the hard truth. They all want to sleep in, so mm. we always start at like eleven o'clock. But my dad will make it's just a monstrosity of a breakfast from hash browns to all different kinds of uh, you got pancakes, French toast, stuffed French toast oh, with uh, fresh my. strawberries. <laughs> Uh, if you want an omelet, he'll make you an omelet, scrambled Ooh, eggs, over easy hungry. eggs, toast, um, I, dude, bacon, sausage, yeah. everything, Just the Canadian works, bacon, like literally anything and everything on Christmas Day that you can make, Yeah, they make does. it. And I'm going to surprise them this year because I'm bringing something they ain't never had there yet. Ooh. Ooh. I, I, oh, no one watches. I'm making <laughs> biscuits and gravy. Ooh. <laughs> Sausage gravy is coming, and it's going to make its debut at Christmas breakfast. like it. Audio, I know that you're just uh, an AI Yeah, I know my dad doesn't watch because he doesn't know how to use YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) I taught my dad how, so that's how I know he's going to watch. Probably on on delay. Again, love you, Dad. It took me so many years to teach him how to use a VHS, and then they came out with DVDs. I'm like, I give up. <laughs> you're on your own, dude. You're like, you're like five steps behind where the electronics, you just taught him the, the eight track, and you're already on uh, You know they're old. Digital they downloads. call them remotes. He calls it the clicker. Yep. I'm yeah. like, oh, dude, it's, it's all you're killing oh, me, dad. Audio, I know that uh, holiday time might be difficult because you're just kind of out in the stratosphere, but right, as, right. in your humanoid form, form as Peter Tellup, what top three things? Oh, top three is kind of tough. Uh, one, oh, one of I my know. favorite things. I even expanded. We used to say yeah. the favorite thing. Now I'm trying to expand it to three. I know. I know. One, one of my favorite things. We need uh, one of those things. <laughs> top three. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, really, just like when it's quiet in the morning, and the Christmas tree is lit up. Like just sitting, yeah. like just sitting in the living room, just with just the Christmas tree lit up, in the quiet, mm. and. Uh, you know, when the kids were little, they'd get up early. But you know, a lot of times we were up late wrapping presents, and just just sitting there, just the calm they, before the storm. Right, the calm mm-hmm. before the storm. Yeah. Um, but love that. Um, I do like Christmas music. I this year I haven't been listening to a lot, and part of it I think is because working from home. Yeah. I'm not. You know, when I was when I'd be in the car commuting, you know, it'd be more. I'd hear it more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like Christmas shopping. Only because I don't like the crowds. I like, I you know, picking out yeah. presents. 
can be a little stressful because it's so hard to pick for some people. Yeah. But I, my buddy has the perfect technique he taught me. By the, if you want to be the best Christmas gift giver, buy the gifts that you know people are going to want. That they'll, they'll be going to be like, oh, I'd love to have that, but they won't buy it for themselves. Right. Buy uh, yeah, that. That's a good way to think about it. But uh, yeah, so I mean, really, like the you know Christmas lights, the Christmas music, and and really just like the spending time with family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always eat well when we're together, mm-hmm. and it's you know, but it's really just that kind of you know time you're spending with the family. It's it's the gratitude, having that gratitude. Yeah. But one of my favorite, and we don't do it that often anymore because we've kind of gotten away from going to mass, especially with you know since the pandemic yep. and everything. Yep. But when I was younger, we used to. Um, we would always go to my aunt's for Christmas Eve uh, dinner. They'd do the Feast of the Seven Fishes, yep. you know. Yep. And then my sisters and I sometimes would we'd get home late at night and we would go to the midnight mass. Oh, yeah. And there's just something about that. It's late. Those those cold, crisp, clear Christmas night, you know, Christmas Eve yeah. nights into Christmas morning. With that Christmas, with all that, you know, Christmas music at mass is just really, I don't know, it's really moving. So it's, I really enjoy that. And part of me is like, eh, maybe I should do that this year. I need to go. I, 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 I'm so bad. <laughs> I haven't gone to church around Christmas in a long time. And I know. Like when yeah. I were, we were kids, every Christmas Eve, like we had Christmas like plays and stuff. Right. That's what, and I was like in the plays. My stepmom was the choir director for our church. Right. And so ever uh, since Debbie and I were like even dating, her uh, her nephew, who's I can't believe is now getting married soon. Uh, hmm. He would, you know, he and his sister would be in the place. So we would yeah. always, so we would be doing Christmas Eve. We would go to the the children's mass at like three thirty or four. Then we would go to her cousin's house for dinner. They're actually going to be out of town because they're flying to Vietnam. His uh, fiance is Vietnamese. They're going to go meet the in-laws this Christmas. So our, this Christmas Eve is going to be a little bit different. So, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. But um, yeah, it's really I, just spending time with family. I think is uh, I'm yeah, knock on wood. I'm lucky that uh, both sides of my family. I I really do do. If you miss so. this one, I got to add it, but I don't want to steal from your. Time. All right, well, We're, real quick, your feeling... favorite Christmas song because Jay said his, and I, I got one. So I may I. I can't even. Uh... All right. Well, so much I can't think quick. of it right now. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it's the chipmunk song. Don't lie. <laughs> no, that's not that one. When I was a kid, that was like every we. Oh. So Christmas Eve, we'd go. We had go to have to go to church, or whatever. And then we go to our cousin's house, and there was like a huge dinner there. Yeah. And then we'd all drive back, and I swear that song came on every single time, and our whole minivan would all be singing it in <laughs> yeah. our terrible chipmunk voices. Oh my gosh. So. As bad as it is, I'll love that song forever, too. Mine is The Twelve Pains of Christmas. Oh, Bob Rivers. Bob Rivers, I have the CDs. Yes. (laughs) Love them. When one light goes out, they all go out. (laughs) Fine, you're so smart, you ring up the lights. (laughs) Oh, man, I love... love, That is a great song. Yes, yes, it is. I had to turn it on in the cars. I know Janet doesn't like it. Like I turned it on when I was driving home by myself the one (laughs) night. Um, So... Made sure to get that one in. There's also 12 Cajun Days of Christmas as well. I heard that. One. Um, but that that I listen to each year just as like an ode to my my grandmother, there you um, go. my late great grandmother. So, um, but top three things during the holiday season. Um, you know, for me, it's you know kind of the leading up to and into 
Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, it's watching as many of the movies as I can. Like those Thank are the you. ones. Those are the ones that I. <laughs> that was the one I was like, if you don't mention this, I have to bring it up because um, I'm kind of mad I didn't put it in mine. And I know, like, it it can get tiresome to try to you know watch the same movies over and over and over again. And no, I'm, it doesn't. I have I'm a sorry, I, I have a it. problem of saying the lines when I know them so well, like saying before they come up, but. Like Christmas Vacation is my is my go to. That's, like, that's, that's your favorite. That's my favorite. What's yours, Peter? You know we love the Christmas Story, but I I do love Die Hard. All right, <laughs> we're, gonna go, we're gonna go with the Christmas. It story. is a Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because those are these are my top three, and my absolute favorite is Home Alone one. I okay. love that, that is movie. a that is yeah, that's a great that's movie. A, when he gets. Cool. The uh, wet bandits are just so great in that movie. Yeah. But we do love. See, that's just it. There's so many great movies. Like Elf. Yeah. We Elf would always good. can't stand that's it. That's 20 yeah. years old now. That I came don't out in like 2003. We realized that before I came here tonight. Uh, oh my god. Uh, yeah. I get so much crap because I don't like that movie. That, Jim Carrey's The Grinch is a good one. Never saw it. Oh, that's a that's a good one. Like that's where you see Jim Carrey, the comedian. Just you can tell when he's ad libbing when he puts stuff in from his own. His own thing. So that's that's one of my favorite things to do. Another one is, um, you know, it, it is spending time with family, but it's kind of, you know, the way that we do it and getting a chance to see see Grandpa and, like, uh, you know, the traditions have changed now because now being uh, with Jana, now having more family to go see, like, it's just – it's just really cool to kind of see different perspectives on how to how to celebrate the holiday. Um, and then the the third favorite thing to do is, boy, it's it's probably the the Christmas cookies. Honestly, that's and, another one I was gonna say. Like, um, like when you told me to make a top three, I had yeah. five. I was like, well, I'm gonna have to. Win yeah, this. I mean, because I could say like you know, you know, getting the the latest ornaments because my mom's like the ornament person and stuff. I'd say you right now though, like. If my, my, I would put my mom as the worst person to try to get gifts for because if you try to get her any like things that to use, she'll go return it and then get a gift card. So you just get her a gift card. But if you get a get her a gift card, I can see she's a little disappointed. She doesn't have like that thing to open like everybody else. Now she's just opening her stocking because that's for the you know I'm not gonna wrap up a bunch of gift cards. Sorry. Like <laughs> I I try to give that to my mom because my mom is the one one of the ones. My dad did it as well, but my mom was one of those ones where it's like. She's very quiet, but she's a kid at heart. She made she helped make Christmas fun, so like I try to give her that element because she's still looking for it, even though she's trying to give to others. Um, but if she's the worst person, I'm probably the second worst because like I don't like surprises. I don't give people lists. That's been a um, you know I've seen other people that you know kind of do that, which is fine. They know what they need. They know what they want. They can't go get it themselves. They have other people kind of grab it for them as their gifts. That's part of the the new age thing too, so like I don't tell people what I want when they ask me what I want because I'm like, I like the surprise. <laughs> I'm just a little kid. Sometimes it, sometimes it is really nice to get that surprise gift. You yes, know? yeah. So I try I try to be as as helpful as I can with that though too, so to balance it out. So yeah, I like to be surprised. Tiffany, on the other hand, does not. Yeah, she Janet literally picks not. out her own Christmas gifts at Janet, this point. Yeah. I just, she is Janet so get, particular on stuff. Jana comes from the background of, like, giving the list and then kind of getting – or even, yeah. like, picking it out, and then it, even on Black Friday, she go shop with her mom and, like, picks things out. Then they're, like, wrapped, and then she gets them again on Christmas. But she has already seen them. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't do that. Like I, I, That's why I was glad that I had USA England this year because as I went around for the first time with them shopping, at least for a couple hours, if they were grabbing anything for me – 
Couldn't see it because I was eyes were deep in my phone. phone. We're deep in my phone. I, I, just, I just shared. You were talking about Christmas ornaments and one of the like. I we would go to Kohl's, you know, and they have like the Hallmark mm. ornaments. And a couple of years ago, I there was a um, I love Transformers. You know, grew up in the eighties yeah. with Transformers. Uh, um, so I, they had Soundwave. Oh, and nice. I, I didn't buy it though. I didn't buy it, and I and I regret it. And I finally I found it on eBay for like ten bucks. Oof, you know, nice. so I got it, and it's like perfect. But I just sent you guys the, cool, both. the coolest sounding, yeah. uh, uh, transformer, transformer ever. I was about oh. to call them an Autobot. But, but I just sent you both. I texted you one of the ones I should have gotten. I won't buy it because on eBay it's like a hundred bucks. But it is literally the Obi Wan Kenobi Darth Vader, and it oh is my it God. is it is titled. Duel to the death because yeah, <laughs> nothing says Christmas. That's really like good. Adult, and it's <laughs> and it has audio. Those are it, there's there's batter, If you look at the pictures, yeah, it's got a little it push button on it. Those are some of my my best gifts. And when my mom worked at Hallmark, and she was kind of the oh. the she was the one in charge at her store of the ornaments. Okay. Boy, we got some of like the latest ones, some of the best ones, and must I be, have, it must be nice I, to be able to put up ornaments in a house with a tree that I'm not allowed to do anymore because my cats tear it down every day. Oh, time. Trust me, the it red came up. I haven't had a Christmas tree in two years, and it's, uh, it's starting to get to me, guys. It's starting to get to me. I, I am hanging from the ceiling. I've seen a video, and then the cat jumps from the couch and gets onto the hanging. Ca- I'm like, there's no stopping these animals. I am uh, the I am the big bad security guard bouncer warden of our Christmas tree because the rabbit tries to do the same thing. So your rabbit's not as athletic as these cats, so I'm telling you. I know. They're like I squirrels. Know. You're trying to keep squirrels. I, know. From getting I, guess, like- I guess I'm fortunate because the cat that we have now. Yeah. No, does nothing with the tree. Our old cat. Oh man, yeah, you couldn't put any gla- like any glass ornaments. Yeah. Had to be mm-hmm. like four feet and above because yep. that cat would just go underneath the tree and be like, wham, and just nail him into the wall. Next year, I think we just need to do like a show just on this. If we're gonna do a holiday special <laughs> we, just on this, because we could keep going. But we, we are, yeah, we, we are way off. late. <laughs> we're off for we're off for a week at least. We don't know about New Year's yet, so you might see us New Year's Day. Still, you're gonna see us in 2023. That's all I can guarantee. You will see us in 2023. You will hear us in 2023 if you only listen to the audio. Google, Spotify, Apple. Also, make sure to follow us at VT underscore pod. Follow at Big Play, at LPV Productions, of course, at Kevin7, at Always Positive J. And talk sports, talk whatever, and whatever your holiday traditions are, feel free to share those as well. But for a holly jolly, always positive J, any very merry looking, even though we can't really see him, <laughs> AI system, audio, Peter Tell up here tonight. I am Kevin Claus. I don't even, I <laughs> couldn't think of a good name for me but hey the tree rex aurorus is what you are the the tree rex asaurus from myself kevin Arnold. don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game we truly love you all three thousand as our late great friend mike allen always used to say all gas no brakes don't talk about it be about it we'll see you next time whatever that might be right here on the voice of land on the big play network